Man, brother, I, I really appreciate you. I think, um, you know, we've been trying to make this call happen for a while, and I'm glad we finally got to have man, it for the I end be, of the I year. Know, man, I'd be mad busy, dog. I'm sorry, oh. man. I, I, hey, no, it's good. It's everything happens at the right time for the right reasons, yeah, and I appreciate yeah, I was, you. I was like, man, I don't know when I'm ever going to be able to sit down for an hour, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Our goal is to make this easy for men to have real conversations and yeah. to let people know that they can also have them, too. So. You made it happen, and thank you for making time. And tell your son thanks for letting us have some of his uh his He's papa's here time. Patiently, right here, looking at me, staring a hole through me, man. Well, we're, we're giving you back. Standing up, right here. He about to hand me something right now. See, see. Look. Hold, hold his, hold his, his bowl so he can eat. That's what I'm doing. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you've joined us. Today's guest is Jay Meast. You may hear my voice sound a little different in this room I'm in, because I'm not in my studio today. I'm not in my office studio. I am actually um, in Guadalajara, Mexico, uh, taking a few moments of uh, deep breaths and rejuvenation. Uh, Jay Meast is a rapper. He's a father. Um, he's an Oaklander. We have a lot in common that I'm really excited to share. You know, one of the things in this conversation that you're going to hear with Jay Meast is um, you're going to hear him being a father. Um, during that time of our interview is a time where he normally spends with his son. And his son was like, hey, I'm two. This is our time. I don't know who this is on this Zoom call on this on this. I don't know who this is on this video chat you're on right now. Zencaster. But right now, this is my time, and the son was looking for his attention. It was really beautiful. You know, Jamie shared that he was raised by his father. As you know, if you know any of my story, you know that my father died before I was born. I am in awe of relationships between men and their fathers, between boys and their fathers, between fathers and sons. I, I wanted it so bad in many parts of my life that I never had. So you're going to hear part of that conversation come up. You're going to hear this idea of what it is for a a person who is dedicated to his city of Oakland and then decide I'm going to make a move to follow my career, my path. And so thankful for him being a part of this conversation during the holidays. I mean, as I, you know, locate our time right now, it's the holiday season. And so whatever your idea of holidays is, whatever holidays brings up for you, we know that some people, the holidays don't bring up always positive feelings. So however the holidays are bringing feelings to you, I just want to thank you for being a part of this journey with us and ever forward. I am currently on location. <laughs> that sounds funny, right? Um, taking a little break. And I am sometimes in my mind, like I would just normally not talk about that. I would just not, I would not, you, you would know I'm in a new place making this intro, but I wouldn't talk about the fact that I'm going away for a rest because I always somehow thought that rest was being like I was being weak. I was being lazy. I was not taking my job serious. And I don't know where I came from. I don't know where I began to find a belief that I couldn't take care of me. I'm really positive that I plug in my phone way more than I plug in myself. Like I, I can keep my phone on charge, but when my body, when my energy is going low, I keep pushing, I keep pushing, I keep pushing. And some people love that idea of keep pushing, but what if we could just love having the time for rest too? And so I'm 
mentioning that now in the space of me in this uh, a week of rest, uh, but knowing that I have dreams of this goal and how do I support this podcast and how do I continue to find guests who are sharing about their masks? Because I know that even me talking about me taking time for rest is me peeling another layer of a mask off that I've put on myself. There's this group on Instagram called the Nap Ministry, and I've been really being inspired by them lately because they talk about rest as a thing we need to do. We must do. We have to do as opposed to fit it in if it fits in at the end of the year after you've worked so, so hard. And just so you know, I work really hard. Um, I don't complain about it. I don't try and brag about it, but I do. And I don't take enough time for rest. I don't rest hard. <laughs> And so I'm taking a little rest, but I'm, I'm so glad to be able to talk about this episode right here. And thank you for being a part. Our team is growing in terms of how we're going to be able to continue not only offering not only this podcast, but what we're envisioning for the future. Because what we realize we haven't had a young person on in a while. And so we're going to be working on making sure that our voices of men from all over, our international men, are, we're doing more work to bring in more voices from around the world. And so we appreciate you if you... Um, like what you hear, please share this with somebody who you think can benefit from this conversation. If you think you know a man that we should be interviewing or talking to, we're not interviewing anyone here, we're just talking, um, please invite them. Maybe just invite them to make a mask first and see what they feel about that. They can do that at 100kmasks.com. And also what you're going to see in this episode with Jay Meast is that it wasn't typical. There wasn't a mask front, mask back. Here's a picture. Like we just talked in the words. And so um, you will see a different type of episode today than you've seen probably in many of our episodes. But I think you will hear the words of a man who is trying to share some of what he is experiencing around the mask that he wears. About keeping open mind to opportunities for the youth. The message out there that he leaves for you is keep an open mind. And so thank you for being a part of the taking off the mask movement, taking Thank you for being a part of the Million Mask Movement. Thank you for being a part of the Ever Forward Club. You know, we're closing our offices the last week of the year to really give our team a time to be with their family and friends and rest. <laughs> That's been a long time coming. I'm so glad to be able to do it. I'm really thankful for just the team that is around us and around me right now. And so thank you again. And happy end of the year. Happy holidays, whatever that is that you celebrate. And happy new year. Um, we look forward to our last episode of the year and as well as our first of 2022. We look forward to seeing you soon. So what I'm going to do is um, I just want to welcome you to the show. Welcome you to taking off the mask. Um, this is an opportunity for men to come together just to recognize, you know, the mask that we sometimes we feel the need to wear, like the emotional mask, right? We're yeah. all walking around with these personal protection masks, but Sometimes the mask that we feel the need to wear. So how about before we just jump into the conversation, you know, um, how about you just introduce yourself so folks know who you are. And then I'll kind of tell you how this all started. And then we'll talk up. We'll, we'll, we'll do a mask together. Well, yeah. Um, name is Jay Meese, uh, originally from North Oakland, California. Currently now I'm in Bend, Oregon. And that's where I've been at for like the last seven years. So. Right on. Thank yeah, you, I'm brother. I'm a rapper. I do my thing. So, I mean, I've been doing it and keeping it lit out here. So, yeah. Appreciate you, man. I did see you recently um, giving, giving out food in the community. So, mm -hmm. I, I really appreciated that. I saw you on yeah. the news. Um, so, um, thank you for thank you for the service you're doing in, in the community as well. Yeah, man. That's important, man. It's important to do that because, 
I mean, like out here, like I said, I, I got I got popular out here. So I mean, like, and I'm a resident, so I took it upon myself to feed the community. You know, what I mean, I pay taxes out here. I'm out here every day. So I mean, like, it was just something like it's Thanksgiving, bro. I eat every day with my family, so it don't really take much for me to to take away from. You know what I mean? It ain't really taking away from me or my family necessarily to go have Thanksgiving dinner with with people that don't get to sit down and eat like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just tried to make it as comfortable as possible for him. I've been doing that for the last uh, six years. Nice. You know, one of the things that we, we a lot of our work with Ever Forward we do and the work that we started was around mentoring, right? Mm-hmm. Like finding, like knowing that as a teacher, when I was a teacher, I taught math. And a lot of young men didn't like math, but mm-hmm. they were smart. And there were some rules they had, some unwritten rules about what smart meant. So they couldn't show how smart they were in class, even though I could see it in them, right? Right. There were, there, were the, there were unwritten rules. No one told them you can't show you're smart, but they knew that there were some rules around their community that or their friends group about how they could show it. So uh, what I was sharing with you about how the mask all started, it was I was at Fremont High School. That's my alma mater. Um, and um, these young men were masking up emotionally. Like everybody was good. Everybody's good. But I'm the dean, you know, so I know what's up. Like you're in my office. You were in my office just two hours. Had, I didn't even know they even had a dean in high school. <laughs> Most of them don't. You know, Fremont was in Fremont was in transition. I went to Skyline, nope. so I was like, we ain't had no dean. Nah, you didn't have a dean. You're probably <laughs> like three or four APs. You probably. Oh, like man, I didn't mean four. to interrupt you. I was just he kept saying dean. I'm like, man, I don't remember no dean growing up. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Even though they probably didn't have one, I'm sure. No, nah, they schools didn't. Don't. No, they didn't. You probably have like four APs at Skyline because you have. No, I just had a principal and a vice principal. Just one. Okay, y'all. Yeah, y'all were trying to. And a couple of counselors. Tra- yeah. Okay. Well, you know what they try to do now, they recognize that that's not enough to like navigate all sure, yeah. thousands of students. Yeah. Now, Fremont was smaller, but what we, they knew was that we were called the ASAP Center, which was the, associate, the student support center, right? But what it was, it was pretty much you're, you're dealing with referrals, right? You're dealing with students getting referred or them referring themselves when they were having a troubles in class. But what you imagine, and you can think about U.S. Skyline, right? My, my, who went to Skyline? I know a lot of friends that went to Skyline. I went to, I went to Fremont because I lived. More or in that area. What class, but... were, you, what class were you? I was 07. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was 92. Oh, man. Yeah, I was 07, <laughs> dog. <laughs> oh, 07. Oh, man. Yeah. I think that, no, I, I, that's um, a generational difference. Yeah, yeah. 92. Yeah. I was, man, I was, still in, I was still in pull-ups, man. <laughs> oh my god well you know that it's a time the times are changing right yeah we i mean i've been able to see it all though i'm an 80s baby so i've been able to see that's a right. lot i've been able to that's see right. a lot man so and we get to like have this conversation now in these different generations recognizing that you know life has hit us different ways but we probably experienced similar things and different things are different things and similar things right we're growing up in as in this black body recognizing that there are certain unwritten rules about how we have to show up right like yeah. where do we where do we get to go and talk about when we're not doing well i know i didn't growing up i didn't have a place i'm now i do as an adult yeah. i know that i should be able to talk about feelings and how i feel but everyone's not deserved to hear about it everyone can't handle it so i got to find the right people in my circle that i can talk about what i'm really going through when i'm having a, one of those rough days you know mm-hmm. I think it's important. Did, did you have that going growing up? Do you have a place to go and talk nah, about? Not at all. Um, you know, to be honest, I always felt differently about it. I always felt like when I was going through and still do, 
you know, when I deal with things or go through things that I go through, I always feel like it's it's kind of hard to, you know, for me, it's kind of hard for me to go to one of my homies and tell him I'm going through something or I'm dealing with something because at the end of the day, he either A, is going through something himself or B, uh, can't really relate or feel me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm talking to him and he's like, I feel you, bro. I feel you, bro. For sure, for sure, for sure. You feel me? But they don't really feel you because it's like they can't really relate or they can't really understand or articulate what you're really dealing with. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you got mo- you got problems that money can't even fix. You know what That's I mean? Right. So it's like when you get at people with those type of problems, bro, like they can't really understand it or feel it because they like, man, bro, I ain't, even, I ain't even had a problem like that before, bro, because yeah. they main problem right now is trying to get some money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. it's like if, if that's not the problem and you got real – you know, emotional problems or family problems or some, you know what I'm saying? Like something going on, like they can't really feel you or relate. And um, I've been guilty of that too. I've been guilty of not being, uh, not having empathy or not being sensitive towards people's situations, you know, because it's like somebody might come to me and be like, oh man, um, I don't know, man. I can't even think of something like lame to say, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's like somebody come at you with something and you like, man, I, I can't even, I can't even feel you on that. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even relate to that because it's it's like not even something that would even be a problem to me. You know what I'm right. saying? And, and that could be right. because I'm that could be because I'm I'm in a different situation. You know, I've I've been blessed. You know what I'm saying? So it could be that. But 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 even when I was going through things or dealing with things, which I still do, yeah. I just feel like nobody could really relate. You know what I mean? It was almost like man, I don't really care about what you got going on, bro. You can only you you can only fend for yourself. That's right. So, and I wonder, like, even th- thank you for sharing that, bro. Because I think that sometimes the hard part, I and mean, I see with a lot of young men in at work and the young men at that school, they thought, "Why should I talk about it if nobody can fix it?" Yeah, yeah, I have that right? problem right now. Yeah, why, why talk about it if nobody can fix it? And what I was trying to tell them in the work with Ever Forward was like, "Look, what if just talking about it let some of the steam out, so you're not walking around like a landmine, right?" Because yeah, imagine that, that, all- that works. Yeah. Well, if you keep all this stuff bottled up, what we see is what we see in our, in probably in our community. We know you probably saw it at Skyline when you were there. You probably saw it in other places you lived. Like people who don't deal with this stuff, they bottle it up. They think they're doing a good job bottling it up, and all of a sudden, one thing happens: somebody bumps into them, steps up on their foot, looks at their girl, and they've exploded. Yeah. But it wasn't. They, they, they you're like, are you that mad about that one little thing? But it wasn't that one little thing. It was the twenty other things that they stuffed, right? And now it's coming out in full force, but it's not just that one little thing. It's the 10 things now they got to like make up for. Right. And I think yeah. if we don't, if we don't help our young people. And I think that's how this mass thing started with those young men at Fremont. Yeah. In, in my office, we would talk about real stuff. Cause I'm looking at the files. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the transcript. I'm looking at, you know, what's happening in their reports. And, yeah. but we get in the circle with all the other young men, everybody's good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, yeah, no, brother, yeah. brother, you, you're, you're you're eleventh grade. You have five credits. That's not good. Right. That's not. Right. That's, that's, not that's not good. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? Like what? Why are you telling everybody you're good? Like that's And I'm not here to make them tell anything. They I can't tell their stuff in the circle. They gotta tell it. But right. you're like, why are you lying to everybody? Because they have an image they gotta keep up. Right. They gotta they gotta show they gotta put on. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think part of our work is helping men more and starting with their younger to realize. Oh wait a minute. I just gotta find the right people in my circle. That they don't need to fix all my. They don't, I'm not asking them to fix my problem. I'm just asking them. I got a place that I don't have to carry it by myself. You know. Yeah. So I part of the I work that we get to do in this in this conversation is rather to say, well, if 
if you were able to think of like your like ourselves as a mask, right? If I think about there's one um let me see I have a mask here from a young man. Today I did a workshop. Where is this mask? Let me see that. What they what they do is they we write on the front of the mask. Actually, I just made one just a minute ago. Um, like my mask, if I was going to share my mask, the front of the mask are the things that I let people see. Mm -hmm. So I think about the front of the mask. This is this is the one that I made. I wrote on the outside: serious, creative, and passionate. That's what I let people see. I'm serious. I'm oh, not creative. I says careful. I think I'm creative too. I think I show people I'm creative, but this is careful and passionate yeah. like those are the things i gladly let people see you know qualities of myself that i've that I'm, I'm cool letting people see i'm serious i got a lot to get done i'm trying to get, take care of business i'm passionate about this work i'm passionate about helping our young people in our community and careful is just like you know we live in a rough time sometime you know so yeah, i'm like sure. hmm, yeah i think i'm i don't think i'm gonna go get gas there this week and not, not tonight not i'll wait till the morning to get gas you know what i'm saying like yeah. careful in so many ways i'm having to overthink like okay I don't want to, I'm not going to drive over that way. Like all the things that we think about that we probably don't process, but maybe they're happening in the plan in the background, you know? Yeah. Um, that, that's what I thought about for my mask. So I think one question is, if you thought about like, what are some quality, what are one or two qualities that you let people see about you? What are, th what are one or two qualities that you talk about, let people see about you? Uh... I don't know, man. I'm. Um, I never thought about it. Well, I never yeah. thought about it. I never thought about it. To be honest, uh, I'm always giving out free game. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm always yeah. giving free game because, um, I mean, you know, I know they say it's, it's to be sold and not told, and I mean that that's true to a, to a certain degree. But yeah. I don't mind if I see somebody you know, chasing the same thing I'm chasing or trying to do what I'm doing. And I feel like they, they have a, you know, actual shot or they're passionate about it. I don't mind sharing experiences and, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like I said, free game. Like I don't mind giving them a bunch of free game and, and everything. I'm sorry about that. My son is over here yeah. choking. No, 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 no worries. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> wait. Once. I'll wait. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wait. I'll wait. You okay. Sorry about that, man. Oh, no worries, brother. No worries. I appreciate it. I appreciate you making time. <clears throat> but, uh, nah, like, I don't mind giving out free game. Like, as far as, like, I got little homies that I've, you know, taken on tour with me and everything like that. So, um, whatever little advice I can give them, if I see something um, that need, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't mind doing that for people. And that's for everybody. Yeah, I just don't mind doing that, man. Like, I, I really... I'm one of those people that's like, man, you can't take none of this when you leave. You know mm. what I mean? Like, when it's your time yeah. to go, none of this money and nothing, none of this stuff is going with you. So, you know what I mean? If you could bless somebody, whether that's knowledge or whatever the case may be, bless them with it, man, because you ain't going to have this. Yeah. They ain't going to be here with you, man. Like, So if it's somebody worthy enough of of, of taking in some, some information, man, just give it to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just yeah, how I kind of. That's just kind of kind of how I carry myself. So maybe that's, maybe you know, long story short, maybe that's 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 the answer to your question. Yeah, that's great. I think it's like a mentor, right? Like, I mean, imagine. I don't know if anybody helped you going you know, as you were kind of learning the ropes. I mean, sometimes maybe 
did did were there somebody like helping you like a, a big bro helping you with what you were going through when you were trying to get into the to the business? Uh, no. Oh, I think we got froze. <laughs> Are we back? Oh, okay, yeah, you back, back. You back. I got you back. Yep, no, yep. No, I never, I never got no help, bro. Uh, yeah. And I'll be honest. Uh, like I said, like in the city I'm in. Uh, I'm currently on the radio and all of that stuff right now. And no, I did not do that by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like the, 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 the places that I, you can't really reach on your own. Yeah. Of course, somebody's going to help you, but as far as put ons and, and all of that, no, nah, I never got none of that. Never got that. I paid for every, I paid for every feature. You know what I mean? I paid for every feature I ever did. So now nah, I never got no put ons. Uh, just was what it was, bro. And that's kind of like, I didn't plan on moving. Like, you know what I mean, I didn't plan on moving out of state to get popping mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I just moved yeah. out of state because that was the right decision for me and my family. And it just kind of just went hand in hand. So, I mean, like, I just ran with it. But, yeah, man, like, no, nah, I never got no nothing. You know how it is in Oakland, bro. Everybody a rapper, bro. You feel me? <laughs> Everybody a rapper, dog. So, yeah, you could just imagine. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could imagine. So, um. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just knew, like, like I always, you know, that's what I did. And I would have yeah. still been doing it. If I was living out there, I still would have been doing it. But I, I doubt that I ever would have been any way successful like I am right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that I don't have the talent or whatever. It's just. That's right. Yeah, man, crabs in a bucket, man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Daddy's, daddy'll be done soon, Okay. Well, thank you for that. I think I thank you for giving back. I mean, I think that's a way of like saying, look, no one helped me in the journey, but I'm going to make sure I help somebody else. And I think that's what I and whenever forward with this mentoring program. I, I grew up, I went to Fremont High School. Yeah. I, I, I wanted mentors. There were none around. All the teachers were, I mean, some of the teachers were cool. Some were yeah, not so much. Cool but, teachers, yeah. And I think really like looking back, how could I make life better for somebody else, even though I didn't, no one came and showed up for me that way, you know? And I think, that's I'm thank you for thanks for thanks for doing that for giving back. I think the the second part of like what we talk about around the mask is the the sometimes the harder part. For, but I'll, so I'll, I'll show you mine. Um, this is um this is the back of the mask. So the front of the mask are the things that I let people see. The back of the mask are the things that I don't often let people see or I don't talk about much. So for me, I put worry. I put people pleaser. I put my brother's mental health hmm. and. Um, the one that stands out the most to me right now is probably my my brother's mental health. My brother has uh, schizophrenia, mm. and so he uh, he doesn't make good decisions a lot. <laughs> you know, he has um, he, he they give him they give him medicine. He sometimes takes it, sometimes doesn't. He sometimes takes some other kind of medicines that he thinks they're gonna make him better. Yeah, they won't. Yeah. And I think I worry about him a lot. You know, he he has a, a living a living facility that he's in, but he's. Uh, He's not happy there, and so he'll show up at my house at, you know, three in the morning asking for a sandwich. I'm like, brother, do you know I got to work in the morning? It's three o'clock. What are you doing, right? But yeah. but, but I, I don't want to leave him hanging, but also I'm like, I can't even concentrate right now. You I know, know what and you're talking so, about, man. Trust me. I know. I know. <laughs> and, yeah. So that's something I worry about. I worry about him a lot. And knowing that, you know, in Oakland, police are... They don't. They don't talk to me with respect, and I answer their questions. My yeah. brother doesn't answer any questions directly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know if he can or if he just doesn't. But so I always worry about like him encountering a, a police officer or somebody who is who is 
who doesn't care about his life and and so that's something i worry about a lot you know so that, that's those are my that's like the back of my mask it's like stuff it's happening playing in the background kind of like a lot but i don't talk much about it you know but but it, but it's real for me yeah yeah you yeah, know i can relate man i mean i don't want to put my brother's business out there but yeah i got a brother that's that's going through that and then i recently lost my oldest brother mm-hmm. um but yeah man I, I i deal with that a lot with my middle brother so mm-hmm. hey i get it that, i get it man i get it <sighs> For me, you know, it's different, like, man. I don't know. You you probably have a better relationship. You know what I mean? Like, for me, it's just I kind of just let adults be adults, man. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? I don't, Are I, you the oldest? No, I'm the youngest. The youngest the boy. Younger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, so that's, and that's the that... problem. I was the youngest boy, and then, you know, I get stuck being a older brother than one of my siblings. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just don't make yeah. sense to me. So, yeah. Cause it's not, you know, my older brother, the one who passed, it was, you know, it, it was nothing for me to call and, and, uh, you know, get the advice that I need from my older brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it wasn't, yeah. A, it wasn't, yeah. So like I said, I don't want to do him like that. So No, I appreciate that, man. Well, I, I thank you for, you know, I think that one of the things that I hope in this conversation, and I, and I think the work that we're talking about with men in masks is that, you know, imagine there's some young people who, that you're mentoring right now, who like, they, they know they can come to you, right? They, you've proven yourself to be like somebody who can ask, give them some advice and figuring it out. Yeah. I think some of our young men don't even have anybody to go to. So they're trying yeah, to like do it know. by themselves. And the, and the pride, the pride is an issue too. Yeah. You know, the pride is an issue too. I've, I've, I've always had the pride issue, but uh, yeah, man, like you were saying, like, you know, when you were saying that uh, people wear the mask and everything, like all the kids you were dealing with at Fremont, like yeah. for me, uh, I still don't talk to nobody. Like if I'm dealing with something, like I, I'll, 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 I'll vent the minor things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, you gotta go to your room, man. Okay. So, um, you know, I'll do that. But you know, like if I'm dealing with major stuff or I'm dealing with heavy stuff, man. Like for me, man, it's this is always. I don't know, man. It's healthier for me to just go go to a room, you know what I mean? Go to the bedroom, cut the lights out, and, and let it out. You know what I mean? However I let it out. Like, I, I'm not ashamed. You know what I mean? Like, I'll cry, I'll scream, I'll do whatever, punch the pillow, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, if I got whatever I'm dealing with, I just let it out that way because it's like, it goes back to what I was saying, man. Like, you, you put something too heavy on somebody, man, and they can't really feel you like that. Yeah. Then it's kind of like you, 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 you leave unfulfilled with the conversation, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, it's, yeah. it's, it's like that, man. You put, you put, you put all of this into a rehearsal, right? You rehearse, you rehearse, you rehearse. And then you, you go out there and then it's only 20 people in the crowd. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. ah, I had a good show for y'all, but now I'm unfulfilled. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, that's yeah. the feeling you have, man. Like, so that's why I just keep it to myself, man. You know, but I have an outlet though. I can say that at least I do have an outlet. I, I do bottle it up, but I do let it out. There so, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm thank you for that. I thank you for that because I think a lot of people also who listen to the show they're they're like man I'm not talking to nobody about my stuff I'm gonna keep it to myself and we're we're not telling people they they have to let it out or they have to tell anybody but I'm glad that you gave an alternative because I think yeah. sometimes imagine our imagine maybe for some of the people you were into high school with you probably knew people who were going through stuff and they were like they when they came to school nobody would ever know right they right. were like go go to your room please thank you sir. Thank you. Sorry, man. I got a two-year-old, bro. 
Hey man, congratulations! Congratulations! He wants he was a papa. <laughs> they not having it, bro. They this they world right now. <laughs> he wants a papa time. Yeah, for you sure. Know, I, yeah, he's definitely used to me kicking it with him right now. So for sure. Well, then let's let's do this. I'm I'm so glad nah, you said you that, did, bro. I'm, I don't want to I don't want to stop it or nothing like that. I'm just letting you know I got a kid. No, I know, and I appreciate. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad. I I could tell he was like he just he's like <clears throat> he was like I want some. Hey, oh, he was jumping up and down looking at me, man. <laughs> That's so great, man. Congratulations. I'm like, bro, you had to stop him, like, man. No. Congratulations on your boy there. And maybe, and I imagine he knows he can come to you, right? So, yeah. like, you know, my, my father died before I was born. I didn't have a father growing up, and my mom did the best she could, but she doesn't know what it's like to be a boy growing up in Oakland, a man, right? You know, like, so I think, like, I, I when I, I see a man with his son, I'm, I feel it. Like, I, I wanted that so bad. I was I wanted, raised by my dad, bro. That's why. Right on. Different from right me. On. I didn't, my mom's wasn't my mom's wasn't prevalent in my life. She wasn't in my life at all. But uh Okay. Yeah, and I was raised by my pops in Oakland. You know what I'm saying? Right so it's like yeah. and then he ran, you know, he ran with the Panthers back in the seventies and stuff like that. So yeah, man, like it was just different, bro. I had a real, real uh <laughs> solid upbringing. You know what I mean? Like I was raised yeah. by a straight, like, you know what I mean? Just one of those those old school men, you know, old school yeah. manly man, like just not, not, just not going for a lot of the stuff that a lot of people go for nowadays. I had a real old school pops. He's in his seventies right now. You know what I mean? So I'm growing up and my pops is in his fifties and I'm in high school. So you can imagine like my pops had a different <laughs> set of rules, man, than most people's pops. So, yeah. Yeah. I had, cool. I had that going on, man. And then I had my stepmom. She came through. Uh, in my life at six and she's been around yeah. since I was, you know, and, and that's my mom's. That's the only mom's I got. So right even when I do music, you know, I refer, if I if I refer to my mom's or whatever, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? And then if I refer to my mom's in different situations, people know what I'm talking about. So yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of weird with that situation, but yeah, man, I was raised on my man. mom's. Thank you for that, brother. And I'm, I'm so excited for your boy there. Did your dad grow up as, as a, as a Panther? Did, did he, did you learn the, I, mean, I don't know if you learned it by system systemically, but did you learn? Did you grow up with those values that the Panthers lived by? It's not really, a little yeah. bit. You know, uh, it was kind of it was kind of hard, like as far as for him to try to instill that in me because, of, like, yeah, I don't know, it was a little harder to do that maybe in the nineties. You know what I'm I mean? Right, but right. definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, kept me strong minded, you know what I mean? Let, let it pretty much kept me on my toes and 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 you know, uh taught me how to be a black man, you know what I mean, in America for the most part. Yeah. You know? Taught me how to uh yeah, I had those conversations. Uh when you get pulled over by the police, make sure you talk with proper etiquette and make sure your hands are where they can see them and don't give them a reason type of thing. Yeah, I had those conversations with my pops. It was unfortunate, but yeah. um yeah, it was necessary. You know what I mean? It was necessary. Yeah. By the time I was driving, it was necessary. So, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I didn't get the, the, the real militant old school ways that they was about. Um, he didn't try to really put that on me like that. But right he definitely on. made sure I was uh, I was uh, equipped, you know what I mean, for any situation. Right. So Nice. Yeah. I guess one of the things that we'll say as we get ready to wrap it up, I think, you know, these conversations are just men coming together, you know. Do you, as you think about your younger self, or if you could give like advice to your younger self or to a young man today, you're going to be your younger self, but a, a young man today who's out there trying to like figure it out by himself, you know, maybe they don't, 
Maybe they have a father and they don't. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're having some guidance or not. Like there's lots of, you know, there's so many different scenarios out there that exist. But what words, what words do you have for the young men out there today who are, who you may know who are struggling, who you can see or you experience? Um, pray. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pray. Honestly, pray. Try to keep your like. I'm not saying go to church, all of that, because I don't go to church. But I keep I keep my relationship with him. You know what I mean. So uh, a lot of prayer and it's hard. I don't know, man. You know, it's hard for me to really tell. Like it's hard because for someone that I felt like I recently found myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I found I found who I was um, recently. You know what I mean? So. It's hard for me to try to tell somebody like some advice for for how they can deal with. I think that the best thing, yeah, man, the best thing to do is honestly pray, keep a relationship with God and keep an open mind. You know what I mean? Keep an open mind, man. When people come through with advice or, or, or some good game, man, listen to it, man. Listen, you ain't got it. You ain't got to do it or or live by it, but listen, keep an open mind. I wish I would have kept an open mind when I was younger. I didn't have no open mind. I did not care. I was on my own thing and bumped my head so many times. You know what I mean? And and, and if I would have, if I would have done half of the things I'm doing right now as a younger person, I might've been better off. You know what I mean? I might've been further in life. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm thankful that I've been able to catch up to myself, you know what I mean? And find myself, but um, it took a minute, but, um, you, you, it's tough, man. Some people get it and some people don't. You know, you got you got some people that are really advanced, man. Like they 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 just get it. You know what I mean? They yeah. just they just get it. And then you have some people that they don't get it right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was one of those people. So for me, it was trial and error. But paying attention to all the errors, you know what I'm saying, and paying attention mm-hmm. to all the trials, and then. You know, every time, every step of the way, you know, you, you're not making that mistake. You know what I mean? If you made if yeah. you made that mistake ten steps back, oh, we're not going to do that these next ten steps. But you might make another mistake in the, in, in the twenty steps. But okay, cool, we'll avoid that. So, and I'm still going through that. So for me, I'm a real trial trial and error person. So I yeah. just try to really learn from my mistakes and not repeat them. So right on. That's all you really can do, man, is just we human, man. You just got to live it one day at a time. Pray. Eat your vitamins, <laughs> you know what I mean, and, <laughs> and, and, and just try to stay on point, man. Just try to just try to pay attention. Just try to pay attention. Pay attention to everything you're doing, man. Because mistakes happen, man. But just don't just don't let them be the the ones that cost you your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, man, brother, I, I really appreciate you. I think um, you know we've been trying to make this call happen for a while, and I'm glad we finally got to have man, it for I the mean, end of the I year. Know, man, I'd be mad busy, dog. I'm sorry, oh. man. I, Hey, no, it's good. Is everything happens at the right time for the right reasons, yeah, and I appreciate yeah, I was, you. I was like, man, I don't know when I'm ever going to be able to sit down for an hour, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, we made it happen, and I want to tell. Can you let folks know where they can follow you? Yeah. What projects you got coming out yeah. soon? I think you know our our goal is to make this easy for men to have real conversations and yeah. to let people know that they can also have them too. So. You made it happen, and thank you for making time. And tell your son thanks for letting us have some of his uh his He's papa's sitting here time. Patiently, right here, looking at me, staring a hole through me, man. 
<laughs> but we look, I wish you could see him standing up right here. He about to hand me something right now. See, see. Look. Hold, hold his, hold his, his bowl so he can eat. That's what I'm. Oh, doing. that's so great. Well, tell us how we can follow you. How, tell us how they can follow you. And we'll let you go back to yeah, your son. Thank uh, you. Thanks for Instagram. Sacrificing their time. Instagram and Twitter. Jamie's too solid. J M E A S T number two S O L I D. Jamie's too solid on Instagram and Twitter. Jamie's right. on Facebook. Jamie's on YouTube. Uh, currently, I got out cooked featuring Afro Man. Um, a little weed anthem. If y'all, you feel me, get down. Uh, and then before that, I dropped a video a couple months ago called Slide. And before that, I think it was Gula, the remix featuring Jay Stalin. Uh, yeah, I got a bunch of stuff up there, man. But those are the those are the three most three most recent ones, man. Gula remix. What song? What song do you want to hear? This one. Uh, Gula remix featuring Jay Stalin. And. Uh, Slide and cook featuring Afro Man. Right on. Well, we'll put we'll, we'll link all that in the in the in the show notes so people can have that. And brother, thank you for making time. I'm gonna let you get back to your son. I appreciate you. But thank you for thank you for that. That's so beautiful. So and um good. man, thank you for making time. Happy 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 new year. Happy end of the year, happy holidays. And we'll see you soon, brother. All right, man. You too, man. Thank okay. You. Take care, my man. All right, bro. Taking Off The Mess podcast is produced by Ryan Louie. Editing, videography is also by Ryan Louie. Graphics by Kelly Wong. And a special thanks to the team at Ever Forward, Vanessa Cortez and Kevin Romero. And I'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast. As we hit this one-year anniversary, we hope that everyone who's been a part knows that they're a part of the Taking Off The Mask experience. And we look forward to you being a part of it as well. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe, and share. And we look forward to us continuing to offer conversations that matter. Take care. See you soon.